Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Jazz. I guess that's what he can do, you know, really. Like, we didn't change anything. I thought, you know, him and Lou started running some good stuff together. We're clearly trying to still figure that out. We're so new. Uh, We're going to get better and better at it. And then when you add Paul, you'll have a third guy that you can kind of run actions for. But right now, you know, you're trying to run a two-man game at the end of the games. They are still, you know, it's it's funny. You can see they're filling in a little bit, but they're not there yet, but they will be. Doc Rivers talking about Kawhi Leonard. 30 points for Kawhi Leonard, and he had 18 of them down the stretch, and PK the Jazz got out-rebounded badly in this game. Out-rebounded, way more offensive rebounds, 18-6 to there, and that was the difference. Neither team was shooting well, but the Clippers were getting second and third shots and making the Jazz pay. Yeah, I didn't get an opportunity to see the game because I was flying home from Seattle. I went and saw the Seahawks play yesterday. But my friend from Los Angeles, Wayne, was texting me, giving me updates on what was going on. He doesn't like the Clippers. More of a Laker guy like most of L.A.? mm -hmm, Yes, exactly. So he was telling me everything that I needed to know. And then when we landed, I got the box score. Yeah, those offensive rebounds and rebounding total jumps out at you big time. Obviously a massive difference. And then there was Glenn Rivers talking about Kawhi. Yeah, the Clippers figure to get better as the season goes on, it's particularly with the inclusion of Paul George down the line here, no doubt about it. But that's why they're favored to win it all. The funny thing is, the last few years, you know, we've been saying, oh, if the Jazz can get a second score that they can count on every night, yeah, they'll be really something. Well, now that they've given up some rebounding and all that stuff, we're looking at it, man, if the Jazz can get a third score. Yeah. Because, you know, they've got uh, Don Mitchell, and Don is just great. There's no doubt about it. I've been Don? Saying, yeah, Don's great. And I don't see how you can argue with that. I've been saying this was going to be his breakout season, and it stands to reason that it is his breakout season. And uh, Bogdanovich is fine. But Conley, man. Okay, Mike. Come on now. I know. Back into Cantley. I mean, Two for ten. And five turnovers and one assist. Cantley, you got you to gotta start playing better, bud. I don't know what else to say. We can keep saying it's going to come, it's going to come, it's going to come. And that's just shooting. But five turnovers to one assist? And that that's not shooting. That is not shooting, and that is not good enough. That is not close to good enough. No. So they could just find that third score. And then their bench, man. Look at the Clipper bench compared to the Jazz bench. Yes. Well, we knew the Jazz gave something up to get uh, those starting five together. And then you had injuries. Dead David's going to be out for a while. And then my man put me in a bad moodier. He didn't play. What's his deal? So, is that going to uh, is that going to be it? What, any of the younger guys going to develop? Are they going to be able to plug any of these guys in? Is that who? Uh, Mione has looked who flashes Mione Yale the Yale draft pick. Oh come on, some kid out of yes. Yale in the second round. Nigel Williams Goss. They brought him back. Is there a what diamond in the rough somewhere to bolster the bench? No, 
Oh, well. I mean, that's a that's a problem. Maybe we got- Brantley. Okay. But O'Neal didn't do anything. He was he was bad. The bench got outscored fifty to nineteen. That's that's awful. Yes, it is. I mean, Moutier's your guy. I mean, he's a younger guy. He's been in the league for a few years, but, but uh, uh, got some issues here that they they got to work through. Jeff Green didn't do much. Starters playing massive minutes. I talked about it last week. Hasn't changed. Everybody played 34, 35 minutes. Yeah. All right, Jazz get a couple days off now. David Locke told us uh, when he was on on Friday that uh, he thought there might be a problem. There hadn't been enough practice. Well, here's here's time to go practice. You can get in a practice or two now because you don't play again until Wednesday. So after I, I don't know how much practice is going to matter. I mean, after the game, the post game, which we just ran some of here in the last hour, you know, Quinn's saying, you know, it's just will. It's your will to go get the basketball. Basically, try harder. Want it more? Okay. Is they put in a scramble? Is there some you know cohesion thing with the group? No. This you got to block out and then go get the ball. It's stuff you were learning when you were in junior high. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. All the success I've had in this league, I'm still not complacent. I'm not satisfied. You know, we're a veteran ball club, and we won't we won't have a lot of practice time where we can actually get up and down and be bang, you know, physical contact and stuff that, of that nature. Um, so in the film room, you know, when we have shoot arounds, you know, we, we have an opportunity to you know still get better from a mind perspective. Um, and when our minds are engaged, I think the bodies will fall into place. So I won't let us get complacent, no matter if we're winning or losing. That's LeBron, no complacency, a 5-1 and one start, best record in the Western Conference. Sixers are the only undefeated team left in the NBA. And they beat the Spurs 103-96. All is well, at least after six games, PK. Yeah, I'm very complacent myself. You know. <laughs> and why is that? I'm the last guy in the gym, first guy to leave. Sweet. <laughs> I don't, Last guy complacency. In, first guy out. <laughs> I don't know if it's complacency with the Lakers. It's more you got the two stars and they're going to stay healthy. LeBron was hurt last year. He's obviously played a gazillion minutes in his career and already beaten the odds as far as how much he's been able to play. And Anthony Davis, you were uh, you looked it up and were uh, reading it off for us uh, earlier this year about how many games. I mean, he just seems like he can to play 60, 65 games. Well, if they have their guys, they're really good. But are they going to have their guys? We won't know until April because that's the only time it really matters that you need your guys. April, May, right. Get to the playoffs. The Mavericks looking good. 4-2, and two, picked up another win. Triple-double for Doncic, and they took down the Cavs by 20. He's 20 years old, and he had like 29, 15, and 14. He is the second coming of Magic. There it is. He's the closest thing we've had to Magic. I'm trying to think who else, because Westbrook doesn't have enough assists, even with all the triple doubles. It was not as big, and he wasn't getting him at 20. No, you're right. <laughs> you're right about that. And then the Rockets. What happened to those guys? I don't know. They got annihilated. Annihilation. 46 to 14 after one quarter. Well, they couldn't shoot. The ball didn't go in the hoop. You don't have to give up 46 points. Yeah, but that's not. They're, giving they're, up they're not, not going to the win. Game. They're not going to win on defense. So if you're expecting that, you're going to be disappointed. 
Well, they eventually trailed 59-18, and that's not a score you see every day in the NBA. They lost in Miami 129-100, and they're going back-to-back tonight against Memphis. Take it out on Memphis. DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah. Third down and six. They rush three. Bring an extra man late. Huntley down the sideline. Sampson Nakua. They make another play. It's another source. Nakua's first catch. Beautiful job by Tyler to slide and then just give your guy a chance. Completion of 28 yards to Sampson Nakua. A lot of big third down conversions for the Utes. We were talking about this on TV. That was one of them late in the game on the last touchdown drive. Big plays on third down, big completions. Tyler Huntley spreading the ball around to a lot of receivers. And not just nickel and diamond, but the chunk yardage. That was a 28-yarder. They had a 41-yarder. I think they had four or five plays over 20 yards in the passing game. And a lot of them very timely. Yeah, he was, he was awesome. He was awesome again. He's been awesome all season. It's him and Herbert as conference MVP, player of the year, whatever they call it. And, uh, you know, obviously there's still some games to go. Three. Oregon has four, I think, because they you tell they're by this week. See a lot of Ute fans traveling. It looked like oh, uh, sure, in the yeah. stadium. You can't really get a feel for it, but it seemed like there were quite a few there. Cameras didn't seem to have a problem finding people in red. Bunch on the plane. A bunch uh, on Friday. Uh, we got there. They put us on a plane earlier than expected when we got there. They had some issues. They had an oversold, I think, and they asked us if uh, we wanted to go early. And. Uh, you got a good story. Are you going to tell it now or later in the hour? Oh, later, later, okay, later. Right. I need a lot of time. No, <laughs> really? And, Long uh, story. Yeah. And so we walked around Friday. It's gorgeous. Oh, the weather was great every day. Every day. It was in the 50s and sunny. So I saw a ton of Ute fans uh, around town, uh, obviously at the game, uh, yesterday at Seahawks Stadium. Yeah, these, these are high times, man. These are the best of times. There's no doubt about it. You're going to have three games left. You're going to be heavy favorites. Opportunity to play Oregon. I mean, the conference stinks. I mean, you're running around celebrating wildly and you beat a 5-4 and four team. But that's just the way it is, not to discount the Utes because they're a great team. But Conf- there's only the two of them in the conference and the other one isn't on the schedule. Everybody else is average yeah. at best. I mean, you look at the standings in the conference. It's pretty good south. Everybody's 5-4 and four or 4-5. Four and five. Yep. <laughs> Washington and USC are 5-4. and four. You Devils are 5-3. and three. So well, because, they've had a buy early, right? Because they had to buy early. Yeah, yeah. If they would they have maybe buy. five and four if they lose to USC. Did you see the line for that game? I would think it's probably the best C two or three. But SC by one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they so, may be five and four. Give them a minute here and see. Yeah, there's a bunch of average teams. It, I do think whoever wins that ASU USC game could win out and end up eight and four. So what? What yeah. difference is it? <laughs> well, I mean, if you're looking for it, there's you fans out there who want to go to the playoff. Well, we beat who'd you no. beat? You know, you may be, when it's all said and done, you need to have, obviously, you need to have the win over Oregon. But then behind that, no. you're going to play a couple eight and four teams, no. and they're not going to be respected. No. No, no, no. You're not going to make the playoff that way. You're going to need a whole lot of help. Uh, you're not going to beat. If you get in the playoff, it's not going to be because we beat somebody. You need Clemson. O- others lost. You're going to need. It seems like there's so many teams in the. It, it seems like the SEC. And the Big Ten are going to have undefeated. They're going to be in. It's fine. Is Clemson going to get upset? And is the Big 12 going to beat itself up? And I'm not really worried about that, man. Go 
twelve and one and go to the Rose Bowl. I mean, who cares about the playoff? I, I just I don't see where that's such a big deal. It's their party. They set it up, and your conference is just decidedly average. And you chose to play no P fives, so it's coming home to roost. Now you can't control your conference. They got nine games, and the fact is that nobody is your best wins over five and four team. But that takes nothing away from how good you are, because you get this opportunity. You get one massive test. I'm gonna repeat: the best wins over a five and three. All right, it doesn't matter. You'll get a great test in Santa Clara uh, in 32 days. Oregon looked awesome. Yeah, absolutely. They're they're really good. Same deal. On the road, spotted the opponent a double-digit lead, just like the Utes did, and then climbed out of that double-digit deficit. Blew him away, man. It was a joke. Yeah. I mean, Helton obviously is dead man walking. And it's a shame that Oregon lost to Auburn because that was their big chance. And right now, the conference can't – and it's my conference, so I don't take any joy in saying this, but the conference can't compete with these – you had your one big shot – and Auburn is third in the SEC West, and you lost to them. So, But these two teams, they're on a collision course. I'm looking forward to it, and the better team, we'll see what happens when we get there, and that team is going to be highly ranked. It deserves to go to the Rose Bowl, and this is a great season for Utah. It's the most special season they've had, obviously, since they've been in the conference, and I don't see it slowing down anytime soon. We'll see what happens in a month. DJ and PK. Hashtag BYU. Here's that option they've run very well. Hall is in! Tremendous play, and they got the linebacker who pushed right out of there, and a huge hole for Hall. Third down and goal. Katoa. Wow. Touchdown! Wow. That's a couple times BYU has thundered through a Utah State tackler for a score on the ground tonight. BYU's defense forces five turnovers. They survive another quarterback injury and just keep rolling on offense. 42-14, both teams 4-4. Four and four. But uh, those two teams are feeling very different about their 4-4s four and fours right now. Really different moods behind identical numbers. Yeah, fortunately for the Aggies, they still have league play to go. And for the Cougars and some private conversations last week, they felt like they could get 45 on these guys. And uh, they obviously came close. Maybe a couple turnovers they wouldn't have, uh, that they didn't have, uh, they would have gotten there. But the offense is rounding into shape. Defense is playing better. A lot of young guys of the immediate future here the rest of this season looks bright. You know, you get a couple of wins, you make a couple of changes, the assignments and the coaching staff, and it's changed the complexion of the season. And Sataki, he's borrowing a little bit of Kyle Whittingham, back against the wall type deal, go back into Kyle's whatever season that was, the second or third season, when it wasn't going well and the backs were against the wall and he's going to be fired and this and that. And then they won, gosh, and won like 32-4 and four or something. After I can not remember what it was, but it was incredible. I don't know if the Cougars are going to do that. But Sataki has staved off, my thought is, any possible termination of his job. I said he should be extended. I still believe that. Kids came with inspired efforts and looking like they have an opportunity. We'll see what happens in three weeks to four weeks to San Diego State. But they, they ought to be that win there eight and four. Right. Yeah, that would be seven and four going into that game. Yeah, for sure. If they're not, well, then my gosh, then there's no excuse. But I believe they will be. They got Liberty this week. Uh, you know, I'm not going to pretend I know anything about Liberty. I've never seen them play once. 
Six so, and three, but their best win is probably over New Mexico. I have no idea. Yeah. I'm His not quarterback named Buck. I don't <laughs> know anything about him, and I'm not all things to all people. Do you see and the I point go, spread? Uh, yeah, I saw it on TV last night. Oh, that's right, you did. <laughs> Cougars by 18. Yeah. Over to 20, somebody bet on Liberty. I don't know what happened there. I didn't think he said Falwells. Aggies are slight underdogs at Fresno State, three-point underdogs. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Gus Edwards in the backfield. Pat Ricard sets to the left of the line. Lamar Jackson will keep it. Sweep. Kick will come down right at the goal line to Michael Wright. And he'll get to the 25, 30, 40. He's gone. It's a touchdown, Oregon. Just like that, they turn the game around the other way. I had a feeling. I didn't say it. 99 yards. Right with a touchdown kickoff return. How do you do? As the final seconds tick off, Tyler Shuck just put a block on that was impressive. Game over. Final score, Oregon 56, USC 24. Oregon. Two games up on Oregon State in the north. Three up on Stanford and all the teams we thought might be good. And the north have four losses. Oregon's just running away with it. And they were down 10 nothing and just killed USC. The decision to kick off just before halftime, pretty curious. It was still a game at that point, PK. But it didn't matter the I way the second half matter. went. Yeah, you got to love them. As bad as, as mediocre as the South is, man, the North. Four Yikes. and four, four and four, five and four, four and four, and four and four. <laughs> that is some mediocre football, big time, through and through. Thank goodness for the Utes and the Ducks. There it is. Everybody else, 500-ish. Well, yeah, one Washington is 5-4, and four, and the others are all 4-4. Four and four. Yep. Kind of a quiet week for college football. The big game, Georgia and the SEC East beat Florida. That's number eight over number six. But we figure that Georgia's probably going to lose to Bama or LSU in the title game. We'll see how that plays out. But Georgia at least seems to have uh, pretty much punched their ticket there to the SEC championship game. And SMU's perfect season, the dream dies there. SMU and App State both get beat. So now mm. we're just down to the power fives and they're unbeatens. Baylor and Minnesota are the Cinderella's now. We'll see if they're able to pull it off. Willie Taggart, say goodbye. That's a big payday for a year and a half and not much. Yeah, obviously, man. You think there's any chance? Of what? That his replacement will come from Washington State, Mike Leach. The story's already out. You know, it's a little, you've done these stories. It's a little bit of figure out who the candidates are and throw stuff against the wall. But you see a half dozen oh, yeah. names heard, mentioned, and there's Kyle's Leach. Yeah, there's Leach to Florida State. Kyle to Florida State. Golfmore. A little longer flight to Hawaii, so I don't know. <laughs> he might learn to love, uh, you know, Key West. Well, Leach has a home in Key West. Yeah. So I saw that mentioned in one of the stories. Oh, he, I've talked yeah. to him about it. Yeah. yeah. He's in, that's a great place to have a second home. Uh, so uh, possibly, man. I mean, he can set the world on fire with his passing and all that stuff. The problem with that is can his stuff fly? Because his stuff flies in podunk places. Texas Tech and Washington State. Yeah. So be eccentric, be this, be that, and rip your guys when you lose. Uh, but, you know, he 
Not sure that that's a great fit, but if he decides to go, good on him. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Lamar Jackson will keep it, sweeps to the left, and he will strut in for the touchdown. Lamar Jackson strolls in for six, and the Ravens strike first against the New England Patriots. Jackson wants to throw, fires back to the left. He's got Nick Boyle. Boyle turns a corner, and he's in for his first NFL touchdown. Nick Boyle finally finds the end zone and at just the right time. The Ravens give the Patriots their first loss after eight straight wins. And New, Eng- New England was down 17-0 in this game. Looked like they might come back and take the lead. They were driving, but a Julian Edelman fumble. It was a scoop and score for the Ravens, and that was pretty much it. That ended the comeback hopes right there. And the Ravens win 37-20. You were at the Seahawks game, and Russell Wilson had it going on. Five touchdown passes. Yeah, I was thinking about this. You know, we never really include him in the elite-level quarterback discussion. We always have the – what am I looking for? The When you go, when you drop back and, and this is always something, the standard. This is another word I can't think of. But uh, you go and you think of Brady and Breeze and now, uh, obviously, Mahomes and Rodgers. Well, those are the, always the fallbacks that we always right. drop back to all the time. But quarterbacks get judged on winning, and he's got a Super Bowl just like Breeze, and he's got a Super yeah. Bowl just like Rodgers. Mahomes is the next generation and have one. Yeah, he's and, he, and he's come on uh, last year, obviously, was his ma- major breakout season. But I think you have to look at Russell Wilson, too, and the consistency that he's put up as far as the program being competitive for many, many years. Now, they've changed all those pop-offs and guys who drew attention to themselves. A lot of those guys are gone. Uh, but they're, they're, the winning has remained, what, they're 7-2, and two, right? They are 7-2, seven and seven two, and just two. like the Packers who yeah. lost to the Chargers yesterday, an offense that never got started. Terrible on third down. Uh, they're both 7-2. and two. The Saints are 7-1. and one, And the Niners are 8-0. Oh, so those look like the big four in the NFC right now. Well, Russell Wilson is on his way to a Hall of Fame career. That does seem clear, yes. I don't think that's very debatable. That's where he's going to end up. DJ and PK, there is what is trending. And it is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up. Frank Dolce, our Utah Insider, joins us next. Gary Anderson, Aggie football coach at 8.30. Stay with us on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.